Good evening, everybody. Welcome to uh, our webcast here from Irish Whiskey Magazine. And uh, as part of our regular webcasting sessions over the next few weeks and hopefully longer, we're going to be bringing you the, uh, the latest updates and developments uh, and insights into the exciting world of Irish whiskey. So thank you very much for joining us. You're all very welcome. And just to remind you, if you have any questions, please feel free to post them in the chat session there and uh, we'll get through to answering as many of them as we possibly can. So today's uh, webcast, we're going to be talking to Paul Kane, who is the man behind Belfast Whiskey Week. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of insights into the industry, um, who Paul is, and what that festival is going to bring to us all. Uh, I suppose just before I want to start off the session on a bit of a somber note, I just wanted to uh, pay respects to Tomás Clancy, uh, who passed away over the weekend. Tomás was a, a, a giant in the Irish drinks industry. Uh, he brought a lot of character, dignity, enthusiasm, and encouragement to a lot of people. And his kindness and generosity will really be very much missed. So. Uh, yeah, so let's think of him as well. Uh, okay, so I'm going to jump straight to it, and I'm going to bring in Paul. Let's see if he's there. Paul, how are you? I'm good, Serge. How are we? How are you? Very well, very well. Thanks for joining us this evening. I know it was a, a promptly arranged uh, webcast, but we got there. Yeah. So thank you very much for joining. Uh, I know you must have been incredibly busy because uh, you've had an awful lot going on. But for those of people that don't know you, Paul, uh, obviously we know each other going back from my days living in Belfast. But uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got into whiskey for a start. Oh, sorry, that's a long time ago. Um, my grandfather, um, he passed away about, yeah, maybe about 10, 11 years ago, um, maybe a little bit longer than that, actually. And he left in his sock draw bottle of um, Glendronach whiskey. And to be frank, I had nothing other than um, to drink whiskey. I knew nothing about whiskey. And it wasn't until I, I had this bottle in my hand and I'd had it for a couple of years. And uh, I wanted to know what the bottle was about. So I explored it, did a little bit of history and uh, contacted uh, the guys who owned uh, the brand at the time. So it was owned by, at that point, it was William, uh, White Mackay, who owned Teacher's Branding. Um, and I got speaking to William Teacher's grandson about the bottle. And that was very interesting. So he offered me £300 for the bottle. Um, I, I, I said, no, I'll happily keep the bottles as a keepsake for my grandfather. And that got me into the collecting aspect of whiskey. But the drinking aspect came, uh, I suppose, after that in terms of wanting to taste as many whiskies as possible. Um, so, yeah, lots of scotch. And then when I moved here, um, you know, I've been here in, in Belfast now for about 10 years. Um, nine, ten years, and I'm drinking Irish whiskey. That's when I first started drinking Irish whiskey. So my first ever Irish whiskey was a Red Breast at 15. Okay. No halfway house. Yeah, it was. It, it was a very, it was a very good whiskey. But um, yeah, I think when I went to the 12 year old, I was, I was sold on the 12. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I know you've tried a, a lot, uh, a lot of different whiskies, and uh, you founded the uh, Belfast Whiskey Club. Open yeah. uh, how long ago was that now? So that kind of came into my lap. 
Um, so basically, we had a club that was forged out of the Hudson Whiskey Bar from with a one of, one of the the owners at the time, a guy called uh, Michael Morris. And Michael Morris, he's now uh, head international sales rep and marketing for uh, Hinch Distillery. Um, fabulous guy. Um, he set up the club, and unfortunately, the bar was being sold at that point, and guys were moving around, and there was going to be no club. So about five years ago, yes, I took on the club and uh, established that as Belfast Whiskey Club because before that, it was just got the Hudson Whiskey Club. Uh, and yeah, we've moved into the Duke of York. We've been there um, you know, for four, four and a half years now in the Duke of York, and it's been great. You know, We've been well supported by Willie Jack and, and the, the, the guys down there, Paul O'Hare and uh, Rab and Ray and everyone that works in the front of hand. Yeah. And of course, Belfast has a very strong history of uh, producing whiskey. Uh, and also, it has some very strong names behind it. You mentioned Willie Jack there. Uh, I'd say single-handedly, he's probably done the most for our whiskey in Belfast up north, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm wider still. Wider still. I think, I think in recent times, uh, you know, first of all, historically, Belfast is the the epicenter surely of whiskey in yes. Ireland. It has to be. You know, it's the the largest producer of whiskey. Um, actually, probably, uh, you know, even even bigger than that was going on in Scotland. You know. It is a mass amount of alcohol being produced here, and that's a long gone era. You know, we've we've we, we, we've had our heyday in that respect. But yeah, more recently we've got Willie Jack who owns several establishments in the Cathedral Quarter. But it's they're whiskey museums. I mean, if you go into these bars, the bars, the Dark Horse and the Duke of York, the Hart Bar, these bars, they're museums. They're preservations of Irish history. You know, we go in there and there's there's liquid in there over 100 years old all the labels that you can imagine of irish whiskey it's in there you know you've, you've got posters you've got mirrors you've got memorabilia so yeah he is a he's a custodian of all that historical uh, uh you know of, of all that wear and then he's got his you know then he's got his um he's off license solely irish um whiskey which is phenomenal but yeah he's done a lot i mean obviously the brands that are coming through Bushmills has been a stalwart it's maintained Irish whiskey in the north, it's done that and it's done it very well. Um, it's maybe not been as expansive as is maybe its counterpart in the south through the middle, but it's it's been it's been steady and it's been good liquid, you know. And then you've got the new boys, so you've got the Ecklenvilles and you've got you know uh, the lads coming on board down in Cologne, and then and then you've got one you know guys who want to break into that market with with Hinch and Copeland. You know. Yeah, well, you've got you've got Radham on the state there. Um, we do, yeah. And, and we were talking, we were talking yesterday actually before this. We were talking about up and coming and planned distilleries for Belfast, and this probably can't say an awful lot. Obviously, the uh, the Belfast, the Crumlin Road Jail, and that'll be, we hope, getting through planning permission again soon, uh, and a number of others that we hope are in the pipeline. And of course, we won't forget Derry either. Um, no. You know. So, I mean, look, Kilmer Group have a lot of work in to try and get the, 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 the Quiet Man distillery up in Derry. Um, yeah. And I think and don't think we've seen the last of Kilmer Group and the exploration of our whiskey. Whether or not it's in Derry, that's you know that, that that's maybe not the point. Maybe it's in the, you know maybe it's in Belfast. But yes, up and coming distilleries in Belfast. I mean, we still have Peter Lavery in the background, uh, the multimillionaire who won the lottery. He wants to have his own Titanic branding, his own Titanic distillery. Uh, we've then got the, yeah the, the guys the Americans who have come in and, and, and really tried to help out the project up at the Crumlin Road Jail to create Belfast Distillery Company. Yeah. Um, and and look, 
if there's another one in there, which will, you know, maybe we can't talk about, but maybe there is another distillery in the planning process right now in Belfast, which I think will be huge news if it breaks, you know, within the next couple of months. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's hope that goes through. Um, in terms of your club, then uh, I've been, I've attended a three or four of them, I suppose, maybe more, and they've always been great fun. Just tell us how they operate and uh, the kind of membership and, and the events you hold up there. Yeah. So, look, Belfast Whiskey Club is um is a non profit uh, club. You know. So what we do is we try and have unique tasting. So every tasting that we do um, should be unique. We shouldn't be revisiting the same liquid. And it's not just Irish liquid. So it's you know it's, it's whiskey from all around the world, uh, Scotch, Japanese, Australian. You, you name a sweet, you know, you, you name a, a European country that's produced whiskey. We, we'll have tried it, hopefully. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're experimental in that respect. It's yeah. a very, um, it's a very close knit club. Uh, we would have a core membership in around 12, 13, but then it expands out, and there's yeah. probably about people who dip into the two or three tastings a month. There's probably about fifty. And yeah. beyond, you know, there's, there's a good crowd in the whole of Northern Ireland who come together to Belfast to have those drinks. And, and lockdown's been great because I've been able to go out there and, and bring them in online. So they've been able to come in online. I've gone yeah. around the country dropping off whiskey to people's doorsteps. Uh, and that's that's kept the club together. You know, we, we've now had, in 10 weeks, we've had eight, you know, eight separate online tastings. Yeah. Ranging from about 14, 15 people up to 36, I think, was the biggest when we had our quiz night the other night. You know, so. yeah. Well, I know I know there's a real enthusiasm up in Belfast, and, and of course, they're always a very friendly welcome. And I advise anybody living up there or in the neighborhood at least to drop in and say hello. I'm sure you'll make them feel welcome. Uh, yeah. you, so that's running for how long now? Is that three or four years? More? Yeah, so more than four years. Yeah, so. The club itself, 2015, Belfast Whiskey Club, 2016. Yeah, so um, yeah. so it's been going, it's been going, it's going a fair while now. Yeah, yeah. And, and tell me, in terms of uh, you setting up events, so last year was the the first year you you held Belfast Whiskey Week, uh, and there was a how many events was there in the week? I mean, there were many, two, two a day at least. Yeah, so we had eighteen events over ten days. So yeah. eighteen eighteen separate tastings in ten days. Um, and they were all all unique tastings. So there were brand tastings. So there, there were guys, distilleries, and brands doing their own tastings. And then there was the tastings that the club organised. So various uh, unique tastings as there would be. You know, um, maybe it was the Red Breast Showcase events, or maybe it was the Japanese nights. Um, yeah. You know, different different events for different people. You know, um, yeah. and it's to try and give a variety of of of, of whiskey to, to as many people as possible. You know? Yeah, I, I know you're a, a genuine whiskey lover, not just Irish whiskey. And I yeah. think uh, certainly the tastings you organize bring that uh, to the fore. Um, what do you make of the state of Irish whiskey at the moment? I, I think I think we're in a I think we're in a state of, a state of uh, flux, particularly because of COVID. And I think that people need to recognize the struggle that some distilleries and some brands are going to find themselves in. And I you know, I came to the decision back in February, you know, to, to decide from my own business point of view, from my own businesses that I have, you know, my dental practice, uh, any of the work that I'm doing with uh, film, any of the work I'm doing with, um, you know, uh, with my football club that I'm a director of as well. Anything to do with that, I was taking decisions in January and February about the, the, the future of those businesses. 
Yeah. And when it came to the Belfast Whiskey Week, you know, with the Belfast Whiskey Club, it was easy. I just went, you know, I'll do my online tasting, no, no bother. Yeah. But I had to think about the, the Belfast Whiskey Week and whether or not that was something that could be sustained as an online presence. And do you know what? I, 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 I Look, I just went for it. I decided if, if, either close it up, don't do it this year, or do something. And I thought to myself, the reason to do it is not for my own pleasure, because it is, I mean, it's pleasurable, but it's for the, the industry, specifically for the industry. I, I want to make it quite clear that I believe the industry needs at this point in time a conversation, a continuous conversation. And if you've got um, showcase events that are being closed down, you know, that, that cannot be operational because of the, the situation we're in, a lot of the distilleries are finding it very difficult to go out there and get their message out there to the, you know, to, to the consumers like they normally would. And if a big events such as Dublin Live, you know, such as Whiskey Social, such as, you know, um, any type of festival that might have been running. Um, well, I mean, and, the Pro Live was cancelled, yeah. for example. Yeah, exactly. Anything like that, that's a loss to the industry. It's a loss to the, the distilleries having the opportunity to have those discussions. It's also then a loss for, for us, the consumers, yeah, the, people who yeah. want, the people who want to have that enjoyment and have that fun. And I, 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 like I was in the process of organising what was going to be hopefully the largest online Irish whiskey tasting um, involving six distilleries at the same time. And I thought that was pretty impressive. We were, we were going to try and get Guinness and World Records in for that just to, to, to create a, a, a record. And I thought, do you know what? Put that to the side. I don't need to worry about the world record. But what I do need to worry about is how can I move all of the sessions I want to run and you know, which would be in bars or restaurants, how do I move that online? So I had the capacity, you know, I'd order I was ordering boxes and bottles and glassware and, and doing a design. So I just thought I need to expand that, I need to go bigger and and, and encompass, you know, a lot more uh, a lot more uh, product to come in in order to deliver to, to a lot more people. So yeah, and it's taken a long time to to get the distilleries on board and obviously that, that takes time in itself. But developing the the the, the tastings, the, the tastings that we want as a club, so not yeah. just the, the the distillery tastings, but the club tastings, they're integral to, to Belfast Whiskey Week. That's about showcasing uh, whiskey on a broader on a broader level. You know, it's looking back at uh, pre nineteen seventies whiskies. You know, with uh, Finn and uh, O'Connor, so we're going to be doing some some really really interesting um, you know mothballed distilleries, uh, liquid um, including. Was it the Power Thirty Year Old, the uh, Castle, nineteen fifty? Uh, these are liquids that people don't normally drink. They're they're usually bought and kept and put in glass cabinets. And to, see, to be honest, you know, we did a pre nineteen seventies last year, and Leo Phelan um, from the Irish Whiskey Association uh, came up and presented uh, an amazing evening. Uh, uh, and some of the whiskies he hadn't tasted himself, which he he appreciated. The wealth of information about these distilleries and where. And what was being produced, you know, between the 1930s and, and the 1960s in Ireland, that's impressive. And we're doing that again. So we're going back in time. There'll be a limited number of people that can be involved in a tasting like that. And that that's because it's limited to quantity of alcohol, you know. Sure. It's not and readily available liquid, is it? It's not readily available, you know. But uh, look, and, and, and those bespoke tastings, you know. And, and do you know what? I was, I know everyone's been frantic. Yesterday was all about the red breast dreamcast, wasn't it? And everyone was like, oh, I need a bottle, I need a I didn't get a bottle personally. I found out that only one person in our entire club, so there's only one person I know 
and you know, in, in, in our club that managed to su uh, succeed and get a bottle. So I've now been very lucky that we will at some point have that bottle with the club. And we will use that then for the, 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 the Belfast Whiskey Week for one of the tastings. So we're going to do a red breast um, single cask um, box set versus uh, single cask green spots. And, yeah. and to, to marry that, you know, to marry the two up, we'll have, uh, we'll have four red breasts versus four green spots in the same box going out to people. Um, that's a big, that's a big yeah. deal. I'd like, to see, I'd like to see that type of tasting on the go, you know? Yeah, um, before we get into the... Okay, into sorry. Into specific events, I suppose. Uh, mm. Firstly, uh, what have been the specific challenges in dealing with COVID for a start? Because last year you didn't have that. You know, people went to the event, they took part. Uh, has it actually enabled you to gain a, a wider audience, a more international audience now? Or uh, are, are, what's the outcome of that? Yeah, so look, we, we, we started to pre sell uh, one of the boxes. So the, 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 the idea of part of Whiskey Week, had it been in the bars, we would do this one online tasting. The one online tasting would be open to the world. And so we opened it up um, and, and we started pre-selling those tickets to people who, who 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 maybe saw a message. And if they saw a message, they got involved. So we actually have pre-sold uh, boxes to America and to India and to parts of Europe. So so people in America, India and parts of Europe, they're going to be involved, and Australia as well, they're going to be involved in, in that tasting, potentially. Um, you know, through 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 Belfast Whiskey Week. So, so the question is, does this situation allow us to expand our audience? Hundred percent, because it allows everybody in the south, in Scotland, and in England, and across Europe, uh, and potentially in parts of the states, wherever they can receive alcohol, then then we can get that out to them. So, you know, we're 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 very smart in that respect that we have the ability and our turnaround times, um, you know, allow us to get that those shipments out. You know, within a couple of days now, uh, yeah. so we, we, we've got good turnaround times, and I think that's. I had a conversation a couple of weeks back. And I think I made a mention to. You. I was talking to some guys from down south. I was talking about Belfast Whiskey Week, and the same answer came back from last year's comments. Belfast is just too far away for me, and I went, "Stop, stop saying that," because Belfast is an hour and twenty minutes in the train, but it's online. So you know, the fact that you're down south and you're saying Belfast is too far. The whole of Belfast Whiskey Week is an online forum now. You know, it's yeah. an online uh, experience. And it's a festival that I want people to be involved in, no matter where they are. If they love whiskey, I'd want you to be involved in the festival. You know what I mean? So I think that 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 illusion that Belfast is um, it's another part of the, the, the country that's maybe too far away, or maybe it's still another part of the world to some people, but it, it should be in this scenario, in this COVID, in this crisis that we're in, we become a very small community, you know, yeah. a very small community that can connect very quickly uh, and readily together, you know what I mean? And I want to be able to do that. Yeah, there's certainly been a, a huge influx of uh, online tastings over the last two or three months. Uh, uh, what are you going to do different in your tastings to what's been done? Yeah, I think like, it's, it's about different formats, isn't it? So, and yeah. it's about it's about the... This is a festival, and I think what, I, want, I want to get that uh, across to people. So a festival to me, you know, is about uh, entertainment. It's about fun. It's about excitement. Uh, it, and, and the whiskey festival should not just be about walking around sampling whiskeys. That's not a festival to me. So festival is about being entertained. So yeah. although we've got 30-plus tastings, and they, they're important and they're all unique, so, you know, you'll have a, you'll maybe have a cocktail class with someone, 
who, who who's showing you off their you know their whiskies that's good that's a bit of entertainment but then part of that is you know master classes with uh, different distilleries so waterford's master class with very very small and uh, numbers for something like that they're gonna they, they want to get in you know into detail with their product with you online but then in between that scattered throughout the entire week are 20 plus performers you know so in fact we're close to 30 performers at the moment and it's so like totally for 30 events is it 30 events so 30 tastings in and one then week. and one week and then lots of entertainment so there's yeah. going to be djs musicians comedians and those they're from all they're from all over so we've got comedians uh from across the, the island of ireland we've got musicians from both scotland and ireland um you know djs and and some big names as well it's not just like the local guys with good guys yeah. with a, a bit of an you know a bit of a tv interest and stuff you know so so it, it, it's do you know what and i'm speaking to people who don't even drink whiskey and they're like that sounds like something fun not just without the you know <laughs> without yeah, whiskey. Well, well, uh, yeah. People need a lift, I think, now, and uh, you know, sure. and and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, we're starting to come out the other side of this now, thankfully. Mm. And uh, is there a possibility that some of the events may actually be non-virtual, real? Yeah. So, so the look, the potential is that, and we've been looking at how we can get some people into some venues just now, even to find out whether or not we're we're we're, we're pushing boundaries, pushing the the the, the rules. But I think. By the end of July, yes, when this kicks off on the 24th of July, uh, that we should have some venues that will allow for sessions to take place. Now they will not have full bar capacity, but to have a to have a tasting, to have it segregated into you know into social distancing measures, then yeah, that might very well be the pot you know a possibility. But everything is able to be catered for directly online, and if we're lucky enough to be in venues. Then here, I, I know for a fact that some of the, the distilleries, um, they, they want to be in venues, they want to be face to face. So uh, if they can take that opportunity and do both at the same time, then I'm sure they will. Yeah, certainly nobody's done one, uh, not that I can recall, uh, a mix of live and virtual together. So that would be interesting. Well, yeah. uh, could you just go through the mechanics of how this is going to work? You said there's 30 events. Yeah. I know you have a whiskey um, week site. What's the address of the site just for people that are looking? So the, yeah, so the web page is pretty simple. It's just going to be www.belfastwhiskeyweek.com. When that goes live with all the events on it, Serge, when that goes live, it, you will have a list of the events on the web page. You will click onto the events you want to be involved in. It will direct you to an Eventbrite site and you can purchase your tickets from that. When you purchase your tickets, you'll be given us your details, your address, and then you'll also be given us your email address. In doing so, you'll get the the packs sent to you personally. And then, and, and particularly if you live in Ireland and in the, in the north, um, we will be hand delivering the majority of that. So that'll be getting hand couriered to your door. If you live obviously uh, elsewhere, we're going to be obviously you know using courier services uh, to to get to you. But the, the, I suppose the, the the mechanics of it is quite simple. You know, we, we're going to be using two two different platforms. When you um, sign up, we're going to be sending you links so you can log on and be part of a. You know, there's you know two main ways in which this will be delivered. There's going to be a, a platform where you log on just onto one site and you can stay with the festival for an entire day. That will just run on. Each yeah. day will be um, a similar format, and then they'll be part of that when you break off, and yeah. people will be able to break away into little rooms 
um, and have you know small sessions between 12 and, and probably 40 people in each session. They can go off and break away into those sessions. Yeah, I saw a glimpse of some of that packaging as well. I mean, it's superb. So there's been great branding behind it. Who's, yeah. been, uh, who's been able to help you uh, orchestrate all this? It's an awful lot of work for one person. So outside of the distilleries and the whiskey business, have you got any support from Invest in I, Tourism Ireland, uh, Irish yeah. Whiskey Association even? Yeah, so no, look, first of all, this is, uh, this is not done in conjunction with any uh, fiscal partner. So no one, uh, there's no... Um, the entire the entire cost of this falls yeah. down to, to myself and to the people uh, who are closely linked to this. Uh, there is no, yeah, there is no, there is no, there is no big partners. There would have been uh, part, civic partners involved had we been, I suppose, in a in a in an enclosed environment. We would have had partners involved because we wanted to have a ball. You know, we were t yeah. discussing having a, a black tie event, uh, and we would have had civic partners, including Belfast City Council. And including, um, you know, including some sponsors, but no. Now we're in a position whereby the people who have supported us uh, are the people that we're going to to get product from. So it would be like, you know, we've used John Daly at the uh, uh, Whiskeycraft IE to get the, the packaging, the the wood, beautiful wooden boxes you've seen. Yeah. Uh, we've got Johnny Lloyd who works for a company called Studio Stereo, who's a member of our club. He's done all the design work. So any everything, all that beautiful. You know, writing all the, the the imagery, everything, anything to do with the design that comes out of the websites, that's all through uh, Johnny. You know, fair play to him; he's he's done rightly. And then we've got Ecklenville Distillery. I mean, yes, they're they're involved with the the the, the, the festival, but they they've come on board as being the place where we can do our bottling. So many bottling, uh, we can label there, we can bottle there, and we can package there. And then we've got Anthony. Um, so, so fair play to Jarlath and Shane um, for letting us, you know, for letting us use the distillery. And then we've got Anthony from um, um, Irish Whiskey Auctions, who's going to be our courier. You know, he's going to be the one sending packages oh, out, yeah, left, left, right, and centre. So we've got we've got lots of you know people have who have helped directly, and and then we've got the guys who are involved directly with the week. Uh, it would be Jamie Cotter. We've got uh, Nigel, uh, who might know his, his uh, Mister Whiskey is his is his uh, handle, and then yeah. we've got Phil uh, Phil Crawford, who's uh, Causeway Coast Reviews. So, um, you know, we you know, I, I've used them really as soundboards. They've been very helpful so far to to, to you know help the project come along. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, I think this year a lot of it's been down to me putting the graft in, working hard, trying to make it work. And you know, for the love of it more than anything else, but but knowing that something needs to happen, you know. So I presume on a, on a personal basis, it's a huge time commitment. But, but your own business now, your your dental practice, presumably is in lockdown. Yeah, so you know we're still in lockdown. I know that the BBC News and a couple of our news outlets said we're all going to be back to work on Monday. That's bollocks. Yeah. Just to put that out there, that's not happening. If you go and speak to your dentist, they're not going to do anything different. Uh, so we'll, we're going to be in we're going to be in a phase lockdown right up until uh, January next year. So that's really? fact. Wow. Yeah. So we'll come in, We'll start to come in uh, a little bit of time. We'll see people, um, you know, for 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 a couple of different things. But when we get really back down to what you as a as a patient would expect of a dentist, January mm -hmm. is when we're talking. You know, before you can think that you can just walk into a practice and get treatment done. That's yeah. what's going. On. Everything else will be tweaking it here and there. So yeah, look, I mean, that's been tough. That has been that's been that's been very tough. Financially, 
that's been very tough. People need to realize that, you know, people might think that dentists are minted. Uh, yeah, that's all right if you're getting money, but we, you know, you can't generate an income for what's that now? 11 weeks have not been able to generate income. And you have to keep staff, you were telling me. Yeah, we have to, the rules are we have to keep all of our staff. So we're in a position whereby all of our staff are at 100% pay, not furloughed, not allowed to be furloughed. So, um, yeah, so my, my wage bill, yeah, past how that's been, how that's been paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's been paid well, somehow. You can argue with your bank manager after and uh, hopefully <laughs> something. Exactly. Yeah, look, I have to say, in, in terms of branding, it's been, it's been really forward contemporary branding as well. So... From that side of you, and obviously being in the magazine business, I appreciate the, the nice contemporary design. And it's nice to have a forward uh, rather than a completely retrospective look of what whiskey is. So I'm hoping you're going to attract a, a younger audience as well now. Do you know what? Our, our slogan last year, we had, so we had, we, you know, we had a slogan and we kind of went in with, um, if I remember right, it was like, whiskey's no longer your dad's drink that kind of idea you know because it's not whiskey needs to be explored by the populace I, I, i'm uh you know i hate i hate to say it but the the whiskey club that we have in belfast is attracting a younger crowd it's also attracting uh females to the to, to the club which has been very interesting in the last couple of uh, of years that the, there's a younger crowd um and, and and female drinkers so that's been great to see and I generally do mean that without trying to sound passionate. No, no. no it is no. very good. And because, you know, when you do think of people drinking whiskey, in the main, it's, it's old men sitting at bars, and that's no longer the case. Whiskey is a fabulous drink to, to, to sip on, to enjoy, to relax with. And it's not a binge drinking exercise. It's yeah. not alcohol. It's drunk responsibly within the whiskey community, which is very, which is great to see, you know. It's severe so, that does the damage. <laughs> it's, not, it's severe that does the damage, not the whiskey. That's right. But too much. So, so what bars are involved? Uh, because obviously, Willie Jack has a great series of bars. But what are the bars outside uh, Willie's are there? Yeah. So, la so last year we had um, last year we used the jag uh, the jaggy nettle. It's called um, yeah. Jag um, and we used we used pug uglies. Um, yeah. And then this year we would have had, and we will use because we're going to go in and do some filming. So we'll be doing some film with with some of the the entertainment uh, and potentially some of our distilleries. Uh, we'll be in Madden's Bar, which is a traditional Irish uh, music bar. Yeah, uh, we'll be in there. Um, and there's a couple of our bars that, that that would love to have got involved, but I think they are now struggling. You know, they're struggling themselves to to even know what yeah. they're going to be like when they're open. You know, but there's been. I mean we, 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 in terms of venues, we used last year. We also used oh, we, sorry, we used the practitioner last year as well. Uh, we, we used lots of bars, but we also used restaurants. We, we were using places where you can go in and do food pairings. So we had a bourbon uh, night with the the Sazerac brands, the guys from Buffalo Trace. Um, we did that bur bur burgers of bourbons. We did a uh, Cuban food, so we had a rum night. So it wasn't just about whiskey last year, and it won't again be. I think there's going to be a. There's definitely a, buff, a, a, a bourbon uh, tasting in this year's festival. But um, it's looking at pairing food. Uh, when we did the pre-1970s night, it was a Kitch, which is a restaurant which, um, even by its name, was meant to be like a little bit, you know, Kitch yeah. food, that kind of idea. You know, it's, it, it, it worked. I thought it worked well. For the so it's beyond, it's, beyond, it's beyond whiskey. It's, it's entertainment, it's food, yeah. it's cocktails. You know, Brian Green from the... Uh, Irish Whiskey Society is saying 
he, he may attend if he won't be singing. <laughs> Brian, Brian knows. I, I, look, first of all, I can't sing. No, I'm not a very good singer, and I will not be singing. And there are plenty of uh, plenty of musicians who will be singing. Plenty of uh, good bands. Plenty of good musicians. All right, you heard it here. He won't be singing. Right, listen, Brian, I may Brian, actually Brian, sign up. Brian, for a do you, know, do, you know was, do you know what was really good, actually, Sergeant? Maybe we should we should prey on this a little bit. What was really good was the amount of people who did come up from the South last year. That was impressive because yeah. we didn't really advertise it uh, into the, the South at all last year. And do you know what? The people who made the trip, including Brian, fair play to him, you know, um, w- w- you know that's just great. We were shocked, actually. We, we had an event and a fella turned up and uh, people know him as Daniel uh, and, and look, Absolute gentleman, absolute. I'm telling you, absolute gentleman. But we didn't yes, realize. Yeah, yeah. We just didn't realize he was going to turn up. We, we, you know, I, I get. You know, you, on your rent right, you get a list of people. You don't specifically know where they're from. Daniel just turns up from Dublin. Just took the train up from Dublin. Made sure they got a hotel room. I believe me and Jamie might have kept them out the entire night. Potentially, can't yeah. remember that. It was uh, <laughs> just one of these things that happened. But you know, there again. <laughs> But like, do you know what? There's there's other. I mean, there's other venues. Like if we talk about venues. There's there's guys that we that we would love to have gone and done more work with. I wanted Belfast this year to have expanded out to different parts of the city. Now we we covered the majority of the you know, majority of South Belfast and the city centre last year. You know the Garrick Bar, um, as I say, right the way out to Pictishan out through the the Botanic area. Uh, but we would have gone out to West Belfast. We would have gone out to the north uh, of the city as well. Uh, and certainly into East, but you know we've got bars in the north who, you know, are supportive. So we've got Vincent Hurl um, up at the Cross Keys, very supportive of what we're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. There's people all around, and what what's been very good has been the the the, the relationships between those new distilleries that we're talking about. So yeah. um, the Red Estate, you know, so the Short Cross guys. Uh, so listen, to see them coming on board this year has been that's been really positive. And again, mm-hmm. we've got Copeland. Uh, coming on board uh, to, to, to do a tasting. Uh, yeah. And look, whatever Brendan, I mean, fair play to the fella. The boy is busting. The boy is busting himself. Oh, I'm sure he's trying to get out. Yeah, he's trying to but get he's, out. He's busting himself into the ground. And look, he's now produced. I mean, although I haven't talked about it properly, you know, we have a festival bottling. You know, we were we were contemplating to do a festival bottling or not. And we thought, you know what? A festival needs a bottle. You know, that's, yeah. that's what it needs. So Cologne are producing our festival bottling and it's going to be limited only to 70 bottles and you can only purchase a bottle if you're part of the, the Whiskey Week. So yeah. you'll get a link if, you're, if, you've been, if you've been part of the week at all uh, to purchase a bottle. But uh, yeah. we've been very, you know, we've, the relationship to the distilleries up here have been great. But actually, Serge, and again, Last year we had a few southern distilleries come up. We had Dingle come up and supported yep. us. Yeah. Double, double I saw Dave, uh, Dave was on there earlier. Dave Cummins. Dave, Dave, you know what? Is he, not, is he not just the nicest person you're ever going to meet? You yeah. know, he just seems to come across as being so nice. You know, yeah. but he was, and and you know what? I think there was a lot of people. Dingle for some people is like marmite, isn't it? It's like I don't know if I'm going to like it. You try it, you either like it or you love it. And I tell you what, there was this whole, um, you know, expectation around Dingle. Everyone in that tasting, everyone we had in that tasting that night, fell in love with Dingle. Just fell in love with it because yeah. you know what, what, how he presented first of all. But the showcase of the Dingle liquids was, was great. But no, we've now got 
I mean, we've now got the, the contacts from down south, the distillery from down south, that it's just, uh, you know, it's going to be awesome to see them coming up here, you know. To, to, so well, it's very I mean, much going to be an All-Ireland event out of Belfast, which is great. And, and why not, I mean, you know, uh, I've left Belfast now, what is it, 18 months ago, and, you know, it, uh, Belfast, I went up initially for two weeks and stayed six years, so Belfast grows in you, and I think Belfast has a, a huge heritage in Irish whiskey, and I'd love to see that revealed and explored a little bit more. Um, I'm sure well, you know, that Fiona on the Stone and, and, you know, research by Leo and, and, and others, you know, it's bringing it to the fore. So look well, forward you know, to it. You know, it's interesting, Serge, you know, this year, I mean, genuinely, because of the because of the virus, we can't yeah. do certain things which were planned. So people people kind of think, you know, oh, what's the festival? Why, why the festival? And do you know what? We had agreements there with the likes of Bushmills and Ecklenville and Hinch and Fair Play to Hinch, you know, had, they would have been up and running at the time when this was taking place. Uh, and Cologne, for those four distilleries specific, uh, and also, sorry, and also Copeland uh, and potentially, um, you know, although I, I think by that stage we weren't sure about mm -hmm. Redmond, um, but distillery tastings, we were going to have taken groups from Belfast to distilleries during the week. So there was, you know, each day there was a distillery tasting and that was yeah. something. And, and and fair play, we had a one of the guys who's uh, heavily influencing, you know, whiskey tasting up here uh, through Ulster uh, whiskeys. Uh, Marty, we had Marty doing historical tours, you know, yes. before yeah. They, yeah, before they went out. So they were doing historical. And there was a walking, there was a walking history uh, whiskey tour planned as well. Those things can't not exist at the moment. So, yeah. you know, this this would have been bigger. I think you know it would have been bigger. You know, if if we had the facilities available to us, because we would have had those things, you know, in in, in plan. I'm, look, I'm going to take a wee drink. I'm sorry, Serge. I'm going to take. Yeah, you work away there. I'm going to behave that, behave that, today, and uh, can't be talking about whiskey and not having a drink, not me. So um, uh, I'm showing that, great, great strength of character here by avoiding it. Um, well, but uh, you, you are having a nice whiskey there, in fairness. It's only a wee Dumbbells 12, you know, it's um, just a wee Dumbbells PX12. Nothing, nothing overly special. Um, so, uh, tell us, so the official first event takes place when? So the first event will take place at 1 o'clock mm -hmm. on the 24th of uh, July, so 1pm. Okay, and where is and that lined up to go? And the first, the first people on the, on the books to do, to open the festival are going to be Cologne. Yeah. Okay. So Cologne Distillery are going to be doing, uh, they're doing us um, a tasting pack of six liquids. What I would say, if anyone has drunk any of the Cologne range so far, which is their bonded experimental series, yeah, then they're in for a treat because, yeah, I've seen the pack now, so I've seen what it what it looks like. Um, I'm going to be I'm going to be very honest. If you follow if you follow Cologne and you're now part of that you know, groupy kind of, I want to be part of Cologne and see what they're going to do forever. Yeah. Yeah, they have it They have it in a box and it's actually quite smart. So uh, what they did last year was very important. So last year they came to the table with their gins and their potchins and their new mixed spirits and they talked about, you know, what they were, what they were going to be about. And that honesty from Brendan, uh, the honesty from Liam, the guys that were involved there, that was great. And the, the crowd that they had uh, for last year, very intimate crowd, and they really appreciate what was going on. Yeah. Brendan has done it. You know, he's he, he's thought about this long and hard. You know, he he wants to open the, the festival, which I think is absolutely brilliant. So he has taken the mantle 
to open it, which I, yeah, fair play to him, you know. Fair, well, <laughs> fair uh, no, he's a great ambassador for for whiskey and Irish yeah. whiskey and whiskey up north, so well deserved. Uh, is there a highlight for you? What's the event you're most looking forward to? Wow. Yeah. Oh, Pick secret, a favorite. Secretly, right? So secretly, and no one's to know this. I, I probably am interested. Um, yeah, I'm probably interested in, in Waterfords because I think that would just be because they've, they've made it quite clear it's just a it's a very bespoke tasting that they want to just have a genuine conversation. So that'll be interesting because I really know very very little about what's going on there. So in my head, I also want to know what JJ Corey's tasting is going to look like. So we ha we don't know what it's going to look like, but we know there's that will be of interest. But then I think it's it's to do with the it's genuinely to do with the the bespoke tastings that we, that we have on the go because look all the distilleries will have something unique to offer they will yeah. Yeah. but i think the i think for me it's going to be looking at that pre-1970s i i love the voice of finon i think he's he is for a, maybe that'll be is that up now that particular event so no like the, the all these all these will be going up live uh, and they'll be staggered um all these events will start staggering on online when they do go online uh, together so you'll see them all then they'll go live at one point to purchase because what i didn't want i had a conversation with a couple of distilleries there's two or three that haven't given me their full programs yet and just yeah. to put that in the context proximo group uh, and um and uh, dylan bass who who run the the idl program up here yeah um, both of them have a whole day to themselves so they have it's you know bush mills day yeah. and, and uh, dylan bass day you know what i mean and yeah. They, they've got big they have their own programs so i'm yeah. waiting for them those programs to be finalized before everything's put in stone because all the other ones so just to run through the the guys who are involved at the moment you know so Eclinville, yeah, they have, yeah so Eclinville have their their tasting dingle have a tasting uh hinch have a tasting uh cologne's tasting you're going to have a tasting from copeland from redmond from teeling um you're going to have a tasting from jj corey have a tasting from um, McConnell's brand, which is the Belfast Distillery. You're yep. going to have a tasting from Grace O'Malley. Um, you're going to have a, a tasting from an unknown uh, brand new br uh, brand, Irish whiskey brand. Um, okay. So we're going to be launching um, a, a brand here called Two Stacks, which is meant to go out to the yeah, States. Yeah. It's yeah. meant to be launched in the States, and they're going to launch now at Belfast Whiskey Week. So they're actually going to be the last they're finishing the 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 the, the belfast review they're going to be the last act to go yeah. out but that's an exclusive so they're all their product you know they're going to be putting out will be launched here in ireland uh, and and actually i think that's just fabulous that they want to use us as the the the, the launch platform you're then going to have um some other distilleries that are, are getting involved but they're going to be involved in in a larger kind of tasting so you've got glendaluck you have you have Quiet Man, yeah, you yeah, and there's a couple of guys just to still, still sign off, you know. But you've got Matt Darcy's, um, you have O'Connell branding, so uh, MD uh, MD O'Connell, so uh, Dahi's done done a lot of work there. Um, you've got Sleeve League uh, are going to be doing something. Um, have you yeah. branded glass, by the way? Have you your your own yeah. glass? Yeah, look, we do, we do, and we've got. Um, and do you know what? At the moment, it's a Glen Cairn, and I, I need to explain that. There's a, there's an explanation that goes along that. Remember, we were going to be doing just one tasting, yes. one online tasting. 
Right. So like in Belfast Whiskey uh, Club, we have a lots of our own glasses. We have our own glassware. Yeah. So we, we own all of that. Um, and, and to be frank, I didn't think I'd need more glasses. And you did. So, <laughs> yeah. So no. I'd only order the glasses really for the, for the, for the, for the, for the, for the boxes. Um, on, on retrospect, you know, I, I probably would have gone with a Tulath, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be fair. Um, but yeah, look, the, the Glencairns are branded. Yeah. If I have to tell you a real story, you know, I really wanted green Glencairns. Uh, no. And I put in a commission uh, for, for, for uh, green, uh, green Glencairns. And due to the virus, uh, I've been told that I wouldn't be able to get them, and which is very, very disappointing. But look, you know, it is what it is. And, um, you know, the boxes that are being delivered with the nine samples in them, they'll have each box that has nine samples. Whenever you go and you pick a, whenever you go and pick um, your, your tastings, you know, you'll you'll see some of the boxes that will include two Glencairns in them, you know. Right, okay. Um, yeah. Some of the, some Lovely of the tastings. Like, um, oh, yeah. As I said. Presentation. The presentation is absolutely fabulous, but I think that the the, the will there be any uh, will there be any spirits outside whiskey? Will there be putching? Will there be gin? Will there be or are you keeping this a, a whiskey? No, whiskey no, no. I've allowed. Look, there's there's obviously there's some distillies there that are just coming through. Okay, yeah. so some distillies that they 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 have some product just now. They have new make, obviously, but at the moment they maybe have you know gin and putching as as, as the sidelines. No. There's only maybe one or two that are doing that, but I thought there's no point in them. There's no point in them missing a trick. You know, it's, it's you know it's about business right now. And if we revert back to that earlier conversation, Serge. Yeah, sure. These, these guys are in trouble. I mean, yeah. they're in trouble in some respect. They, they need to generate income and business. So, yeah, I, I've certainly said, look, go ahead. Um, you talk about other liquids. That's interesting. There's a bespoke one of the bespoke tastings is in partnership with the Irish whiskey. Sorry, Irish. Uh, Wine and Spirits Institute based up in Belfast and they are doing a tasting which is um, whiskies that are finished in, in, in wine casks you right. know and, and an example of that would be the Red Wrestle style yeah yeah um, and then they would pair it next to the Listau Sherry yeah so okay. you know so you see see what they're doing there no I mean they're, yeah. they're and, they, and they'll be looking at I think the Bordeaux wine finishes um you know and there's you know, I, I like that. I like the fact we're not just talking about whiskey. There's other parts to it. You know, the, yeah. there's definitely that. I think the bourbons make, make you know make a make, you know make a big difference. There's a lot of bourbon drinkers in the whiskey community. Um, I know that we taste them at our club all the time. In fact, I think every at least every second uh, tasting we'll have a bourbon. You know, and yeah. and it's good just to open up and taste those bourbons. You know. Yeah, excellent. Well, I mean. An awful lot of work. Obviously, getting thirty-one events organised in a year would be a massive achievement. Getting the week done would be. Can you give us a, a broad spectrum of the the price range? So these events will start at <coughs> ten pounds. Yeah, How much, sir? How much? No, no, don't mind me. Yeah, we'd be starting at a tenner, and uh, here a tenner would be great if we could. You know, if we could send it out for a tenner, that that's would be the right. way to do it. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the issue. I think look. You know, price points here are going to be between thirty pounds and about uh, fifty-five pounds for the majority of the tastings. Yeah. So thirty quid to fifty-five quid. The some of the more bespoke ones. So let's be honest, the the high-end tastings that will be done uh, with you know limited people, limited um, you know coverage. You know they're going to be how much higher. So look, 
at the moment the the exclusive box, the exclusive box which is on sale just now, and I've kept it at the price just now until, uh, and it will be on there until everyone's finalised. That'll be that's one hundred and thirty quid, so one hundred thirty pounds. I think that's value for money. And we talked about, you know, I've talked to a lot of people, you know, about the value of this. And I've asked questions. So I want to make sure that I'm I'm pricing things at the right thing. You know, I mean, I don't want to be, you know, so I know for a fact there's going to be a red breast tasting. So a red breast, you know, family of tasting. So it'd be the 12-year-old, the 15-year-old, the um, the Lestal, the 21-year-old, a 12-year-old cast strength, and the 27-year-old red breast. Now, yeah. be honest, Serge. Yeah, yeah. But 50 mils each, how much would you pay for a tasting set like that? You know, and that, yeah. so, but if I told you that's going to be very cheap, you know, you, you should be very, very, you know, excited by that. That's yeah. going to be a very cheap tasting. We're going to make that as cheap as possible. Do you know what I mean? So, well, you know, uh, I didn't take much convincing because that week is uh, booked out for me. So, and then a week to recover. But uh... I think, I think the things I didn't probably talk about though are, are the introduction boxes. And that, Sarah, right. that, that is very That's important. Yeah. The introduction boxes, there's four introduction boxes. The first introduction box is an introduction to English whiskey. And that's English whiskey. That's, okay. that's uh, whiskey that we're not familiar with. Sure. And, that, and that'll be a nice, cheap tasting box with some English whiskey in there for you to try and explore. Yeah. There's going to be an introduction to world whiskey. And that's going to look at nine different whiskeys from around the world. Yeah. And it's going to introduce you to Swedish whiskey, Australian whiskey, Japanese whiskey, Thai whiskey. It's going to, you know, uh, Taiwanese whiskey. It's going to introduce you to lots of different types of whiskeys. Yeah. Um, then you've got an introduction to new Scottish distilleries. Okay, so looking at new Scottish distilleries. And then there's an introduction to uh, Irish whiskey. And that's looking at nine different uh, brands. And again, those introduction boxes are probably the cheapest tastings there. They're very cheap, easily accessible, um, and they, they they should you know they should entice people to try and taste different types of whiskies. Yeah, no, well, that's what it's all about, and actually getting some hope out there as well for people. Uh, is, so, Brian, is, Brian, is Brian Green asking that question? Will any of these sessions be online again after? Brian, yeah, look, the, all the sessions. Once all these sessions are played out, you know, through the week, they should be accessible continuously. You know, we're going to make them accessible. We, we want them to be like little catalogues, little libraries that people can go backwards and, 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 and get involved in. The majority of those ones, are, you know, that are coming from the distilleries, they're going to want that. But all the other tastings, it's going to be great, you know, having presenters coming in um, and taking, you know, taking control. So it's not just going to be me delivering whiskey tastings because that's mental. Yeah. It's going to be other people coming in and taking part you know, taking those uh, uh, those uh, tastings, you know. There's a lot of people out there who have a lot more experience than myself and in, 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 in going through tastings, you know. Yeah. I mean, one of the things you do, you do have a, a huge breadth of uh, knowledge about whiskies from around the world, which is, you know, uh, you had certainly introduced me to a lot of scotch that I hadn't come across when I was going to the Belfast Club. So uh, one of the things that was going to happen, I don't know if it still is, and we were talking about this, was uh, an awards ceremony. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that and where that stands and what yeah. your aims were with that? So 100% will happen. I think we've spoken about this um, at, at length, you know, at, at various times, Sergeant. Look, initially, part of Belfast Whiskey Week was going to be um, specifically the opening night was going to be a black tie event in Belfast, you know, Belfast Cathedral. Big, beautiful, 
unreal, you know, venue, like this stunning cathedral, which is open to the public for, 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 for different types of events. We were lucky enough to, to get a slot in there. Um, and we wanted to invite the industry. We wanted to invite everybody who was involved in the Irish whiskey industry to Belfast to be involved in what would be a celebration of Irish whiskey, but yeah. a celebration of the people involved in making the, the industry work. And that's the sales representatives. It's the brand ambassadors. It's the coopers. It's the blenders. It's the master distillers. You know, it's it's not... It wasn't just about the liquid. In fact, categorically, the, 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 the awards were not about the liquid. The awards are all about the people involved. So we wanted that to happen. And taking it onto an online presence, first of all, that will not happen. That beautiful sit-down meal that, you know, we get to look everyone in the eye and cuddle each other and get drunk together. That's not happening in that, in that format. But we will have the awards. So there's going to be five or six, I think there's five or six awards we have uh, already said that all the distilleries who are involved in this year's tasting and those that couldn't be involved will get an email out to them specifically on Facebook uh, and obviously on Instagram uh, and on Twitter. We'll have some links getting put out where people can nominate into those categories. So people can yeah. nominate individuals into those categories. Yeah. And by the end of that week, you know, on the last day of that week, I really want to you know, to, 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 to do a little presentation during one of the tastings and allow, you know, allow people to have awards. But look, I think, look, I, I'm, I'm shocked that the Irish Whiskey Awards are not happening. I'm shocked that that's not happening. I understand there's a massive amount of work that goes into organising something like that. I'm not going to deny that, right? Yeah. But I'm shocked it's not happening. But it's a huge award, disappointment, I think, for everybody. But, you know, I suppose... There wasn't much leeway there, given the the foreseeable lockdown that they had. But yeah, you know, this is going to be a different form of awards. I think you're talking different about, form. and we've discussed well, anyway. Yeah, what I want people to think about, you know, uh, and that's why it'll be opening. It'll be opening soon, but it'll run all the way through the festival uh, because there's going to be brand ambassadors delivering to you, so you can, yeah. you know, you can still vote on them. But I think you know, we'll have a we'll have a process where we allow for uh, people to be nominated. They will close nominations, then we'll put out the awards for people to vote on. But I think what, what it is, is it's looking at the people in the industry who are delivering us the, you know, the experience. You know, as the person you know, who, who's getting involved in drinking, who's delivering that to us? Where, where is it coming from? What, you know, what, and and why, you know, why are they so good at it? Uh, it's recognising the blenders and the master distillers. It's recognising these people. But um, yeah, I, I'm totally... Yeah, I'm shocked by that. And what I think that, you know, I think someone said in our club, and I can't remember who it was, maybe it was Charlotte, maybe it was Brendan, I don't know who it was, right? Someone said, we could run our own, you know, Irish Whiskey Awards because we've drank that much Irish Whiskey in the club in the last year. But that 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 goes on our scoring record. And actually some distilleries won't, you know, won't, you wouldn't be that impressed with our scores. So we, we, we decided not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's some harsh judges over there. <laughs> We've got guys who you can't impress. Just yeah. people who are like, yeah, that's, that's nice. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's very nice. It's a five. <laughs> they're hard. They're hard markers. But you know, yeah. like this, we 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 actually are very honest like that, Serge. I think that I think that's what you've got whenever you've come to the club and anyone who's ever come to a tasting. It's the honesty factor. That there's just a pure honesty about what goes on in terms of that. You know how we're how we're drinking and how we're, we're scoring those drinks. You know? Look, I suppose. One thing I want to get to is, what's your, what's your motivation, firstly, for doing it, 
Oh, I'm still. I'm st sorry, Serge. What, did, what was that? What, what's your motivation for for taking on all this work? And what's your what's your preferred outcome and the foreseeable future for this event? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. You know, so two two things. Uh, the, the the motivation is because I genuinely believe that Belfast was not being given as much attention in the world of Irish whiskey and indeed whiskey than yeah. other parts of the country or indeed other parts of the world. So my, my intention was that Belfast needed to relocate itself, go backwards in history, define itself now as the same. Do you know what? We did something great. Can we do something great again? So mm -hmm. can we do that? And that and, and, and I look and I saw a niche in the market to say, you know, an Irish whiskey festival can exist. You know, yeah. it should have existed. Uh, and it's very difficult for a one brand to do that by themselves. So being independent as a club, I thought we had the capacity to do it going forward. It is quite specific. That it is something that continuously grows and builds. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't want it to be, I, I don't want it to be taken over by anything. I just want it to be organic. And I love the fact that distilleries want to be involved. Yeah. What I want then is the consumer to understand the importance of it. It is an important thing. I do genuinely think it is more important, you know, to come to come together like this than just walking around a room. I do, I do believe that. I do genuinely believe that. I think, I think that there is, there's, there's a place for those types of events, and that's really good for the industry. It's very good for the distilleries because they're, they're getting the brand out to a mass amount of people all at the same time. But yeah. something like this, do you know what? We're, we're creating a, we're creating something that the rest of the world has. Other places in the world have festivals, Serge. You know, yeah. we've got Isla festivals, Speyside festivals, Highland festivals. There's tiny wee island festivals. And then you go around the world, you've got festivals in New York, you know, Sydney, different countries. I mean, yeah. really, why why in Ireland do we not have something which is, you know, is for the people of Ireland to be involved in? And actually, you know, this year's festival, it's open to the world. It's open to everyone and their dog. I think that's the beauty of it this year, you know. Uh, I hope it's something that can be maintained going forward. I mean, if this goes well this year as a virtual event, you know, the sky's the limit then for a, a live and mixed virtual event next year. So I, I, I'm hoping you get the backing now because, I mean, I'd like to see Invest in I, Irish Whiskey Association, getting behind this and, you know, if not, if not financially, at least... Uh, moral support i think because uh, it's an important thing for for the island of ireland yeah, yeah look i mean I, I know very little about the the iwa i know very little about them i know that they're i know that they are paid memberships from distilleries and from branding yeah. and they pay into that um so i know very little about that the irish whiskey society have been great as i say you know brian green superb leo Phelan, the guys from the society you know certainly we speak a lot on on, on facebook and uh, no doubt those guys are great when it comes to investment when it comes to invest and i invest and i i think it would take a long time for them to even think that this is something worthwhile what i would say though is uh, people like uh, visit belfast um tourism and i that's interesting tourism, because, uh, you know, they, they uh, have now they've now said they're coming on board uh, and want to promote this event so as of next week they'll be promoting their events across their websites and across their media platform that is great because they do see this as being something which is and do you know what, Belfast, I, I did say this last year, I wanted Belfast to own the festival. Yes. I don't want me and, and uh, Paul, Paul Kane, and I don't want Belfast Whiskey Club, I don't want it to be owned by one person or a small group of people. I want it to be owned by the city. I want the city to own the festival and for it to be the same type of 
you know, grandeur as, um, you know, as, as the arts festival here or for like, you know, the music festivals that we have. I wanted yeah. to sit side by side and say, you know, culturally uh, and now going forward as part, as part of the city, Belfast Whiskey Week exists. It's a festival and it, it, belongs, it belongs to the city. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I want. Well, I mean, Belfast, Belfast deserves it, I think. And actually, the way you've done it is it's a Belfast festival for the whole of Ireland. In fact, the audience is worldwide, as you said. So yeah. I'm really right. looking forward to this year. It'll be interesting to see where it goes to from here. Yeah, I know, I know. And look, for people who are wanting to get tickets, Serge, for people who are wanting to 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 see the full lineup, this full lineup will be, you know, be in place in the next, you know, I would presume even the next couple of days. As soon as those two uh, brandings come back, you know, I think we could see this up and up and running a full catalogue of 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 events, yeah. uh, and for and for them all to be on sale probably about Friday. And I think that that's going to be good. You know, we're going to keep people uh, informed. We're going to keep you know putting stuff out on all the social media. Uh, for people to see that and what i would say though is you know a lot of those events will be genuinely they're all first come first serve but yeah. they're all like i would keep an eye on those events which are limited to really 12 people at a time they're not going to be any more than that and yeah. then the distillery ones they're going to be around you know there's probably going to be about 40 spaces per distillery it's not Can even you, amount, you know? is there a, an opportunity to partake without taking liquid yes Hundred percent. Do you know what? There's going to be a, there's going to be one off and a one off ticket that allows you to participate in the entire event without buying any liquid at all. Excellent. Okay. So that allows you to get all that entertainment because that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm talking to people, just friends and neighbours, people who live around me, and we're, yeah. we're, we've had these conversations. And I've said, listen, oh, you know what? You know, would you take part in something even if you want drinking? They're like, well, here if there's music and there's like you know comedians. And these are people that you know they watch on the telly or people they know and they go and they go and pay money to watch. Why wouldn't you pay a very small fee to be involved in an entire seven days, eight day festival? Yeah. Jesus. You know, we're all we're all part of that, like, you know what I mean? So yeah, there will be a hundred percent. Look, look uh, I'm blown away by the amount of work that's gone into it and how well organized it seems to be. Um, Thank you very much. I'm I'm looking forward to attending not all of them. <laughs> But uh, you know a few of them. But uh, you know just for people that want the details, just to, so they can get the details on Facebook, it's uh, at Belfast Whiskey Week, and I think on Twitter at Bell Whiskey Week. Yeah, so Twitter is at Bell Whiskey Week. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, then on the webpage as well, and we'll post yeah. the events. We'll post the events also on uh, Irish Whiskey Events and forward them on to your site, just in case people no, come to it that come to it that way. What, no. what, I will, what I will say, Serge, there's there's one thing. Some, like, we've got a couple of guys in our club who are a wee bit crazy, and they are. But they asked, would there be a season pass? Would there be a whole week's pass? And I tried, wow. to, calculate, and I tried to calculate the cost of that, you know, individually for every <coughs> case. And, yeah. and it worked out as nearly about two grand. It was a lot of money. And what yeah. I said was, can I physically afford to have people doing all the tastings? And look, there, there, are three, there, there were three tickets for that. Three ones, you know, I put them down as fifteen hundred pound tickets, yeah. and two of them sold when I said the amount, and two of them sold. So what I what I'm going to do is I'm going to give the third one away in a prize. So I'm going to put nice prize. that prize. We're going to put the prize out with yourself, Serge. Okay? okay. So you're you're going to offer the prize. Okay. We're going to allow that to go out on your onto your page, and it's going to be the whole taste, the whole thing. You get all the tastings sent to you. Okay. That'll Excellent. be the whole thing. 
all right? And we're going to let, offer that to one person. And we'll work out the competition for that. We'll get the competition right. Uh, and we'll get that up for Friday uh, as well. We could put that competition out there. But I do, you know, one could, hell of a prize. One hell of a prize. Yeah, but, you know, it could only work out by calculating everything into it. I could only have yeah. three of them. And two yeah. of them were purchased by one of, you know, two of our club members. So I just went, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll do that. But it shows that it, it shows. And for people who will start to understand what's in the tastings, people yeah. will understand the, the reasoning for it, you know, the value yeah. for it, you know. Anyway, look, uh, thank you very much. I mean, for organizing such an event, and I think it's coming at a very timely point as well. I, yeah. I'm hoping, uh, please God, we'll be we'll be out of trouble by by the time that starts. But uh, look, thank you for organizing it. Thank you for running the Belfast Whiskey Club. Um, wish wish you all the success in it. I'm sure it will be a huge hit, uh, and a huge hit for tourism and putting Belfast where it deserves to be. You know, Belfast is a fantastic city. If people haven't been, they should go and visit, not just for the whiskey, but for the people, the scenery, the events, everything. Yeah. And uh, it, won't be, it won't be long before I'm back up there again. So, look, thank you very much. Yeah, and uh, anything else you wanted to add? No, listen, I, I just, I, I'm overwhelmed. I'll be frank. I've been overwhelmed by the support from, as I say, from the, the industry specific. And even the distilleries or the brands who are not involved, and there's only a couple of them. You know, there's not yeah. that many. Yeah. You know, I, I have been blown away by their, you know, the the words of encouragement, their words of enthusiasm. So yeah. I have, I've been, yeah, I've really appreciated that. But what I, I really want just people to understand that it's a, it's a festival that everyone can get involved in. Yeah. And it shouldn't yeah. matter. And you know what? The, the excuse of, you know, it's too far away. Or the That's gone of, now. You know, That's gone now. The, the excuse that uh, it's, it's not something I would drink. Well, that's nearly bollocks because there's everything in there. You know, anything. There's a there's a taste limit for everything. In there. Look, I've spent uh, two hours in Dublin trying to get into the city centre. You know, I can get to Belfast in two hours, so that excuse is gone. You're, so you're spot on, sir. Just spot on. Look, keep well and keep safe. And everybody, thank, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, anybody thank want more information? They can go to BelfastWhiskeyWeek.com, and uh, we'll see you all soon. Thank you very much. Cheers, everyone. Take care.